Hi everybody, this is John Forrest here with Out of Character. This week I wanted to do another round of GM tips. Um, this is something that I, it's definitely something that's helpful when you're GMing to get players engaged. And it's one of those things that I think can make one of the more challenging parts of running a campaign a lot e a lot more fun for everyone involved. That is combat. If you've been GMing, or you've never GMed, you're going to find that sometimes encounters can run longer than you expected. Like, players may find themselves fighting a creature that, it, you know, rules work out in such a way that the encounter goes on for a long time. Some, some you know, circumstances are a little array themselves in such a way that an encounter that you thought was going to go very quickly goes on too long. One of the things you can do to alleviate that problem, or just the kind of the grinding feel of combat, is to do cinematic encounters. Well, when I say cinematic, if you want examples of like what I mean when I say a cinematic encounter, I really recommend checking out the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon, not the more modern 3D one. Well, that's a good example too, but for different reasons, there's a lot more dialogue and uh, character than combat stuff in that. In 2003 through like 2005, there were these little shorts they did that were the Clone Wars. It was basically what the characters from the Star Wars movies were doing during the Clone Wars. Like you saw like Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda and all the Jedi Mace Windu um, fighting the Separatist forces and the you know, Count Dooku, uh, Asajj Ventress, Dirge. Uh, it introduced General Grievous, which everyone was like, this is the one of the most scary looking dudes who you saw for almost none, none of the movies because he showed up like twice. But um, it was cool. And it was unique, and it's a really great example. And when you're doing a cinematic encounter, one of the things you're going to find is a lot of times GMs, as they're starting out, are basically going to put people in a scenario where it's like, okay, so you're all in a dungeon, and um, some orcs come out, and you fight them. There's nothing wrong with that encounter. It's an encounter that's going to happen. But when that's the only encounter you use over and over again, your players are going to get a little bit bored. You're going to get a little bit bored, and it's basically popping HP balloons over and over again until you pop enough of them to level up and then time goes on. Cinematic encounters are basically, you're still fighting, you're still there, there is still the encounter aspect of it, but there's other things going on. Um, one of the examples I really love from the Clone Wars cartoon that I'm using is my, my kind of my go-to example. There's a point where on uh, the second volume, the second volume, um, the Separatists invade Coruscant, and they're trying to abduct Chancellor, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine, and uh, three Jedi are dispatched to go and protect him. And in the course of that, they fight General Grievous. So while they're doing that, you have, they're running down hallways in the Senate building uh, while stormtroopers are fighting him. Uh, they're trying to, like, you know, keep him from reaching them as they're running to this elevator to get away from him. They are... They go down an elevator and they have to try and, you know, he's just running down the side of the building because he's this big crazy droid with like, you could just basically go all terrain, go up and down, climb buildings, no problem. Uh, they encounter an army, a veritable army of droids that he has rallied around the building to keep them from getting away. Uh, they run through a train yard and they have to be like, they're ducking and dodging between these, these trains as they're, you know, pulling out their lightsabers to fight these, these droids that are pursuing them. The reason I like that example is you have the fight between, uh, in this case, you know, let's say you're playing now uh, the Force and Destiny role-playing game for, from Fantasy Flight. You have characters who are all playing Jedi and they're fighting droids. 
which is fun. Fighting droids can be entertaining, especially when you're a Jedi, and you can usually take out droids very quickly. As a GM, you can throw a lot of droids to the players to give them that feel of... Uh, if you listen to one of the older podcasts where we were talking about letting people feel like they're indestructible, letting people feel like they are elite warriors by throwing weaker NP- weak, weaker mobs at them is a great way to do that. It gives them that feel... Yes, it's an overwhelming situation because there are so many of them, but they're all very much so far weaker than your players. So they can be dispatching these guys left, right, and sideways, but they just keep coming. So that's, and as they're fighting these droids, you know, trains are flying by and threatening to smash them, and they're smashing the droids, or they're using their force powers to throw droids in the front of these trains. They actually use the force, one of them does, to uh, tie General Grievous's cloak to a train just before it pulls away and it drags him with it so they can get time to get away so you can do stuff like that star wars in general is a really good example of very cinematic encounters there's a lot of scenes where things are going on in the background i think the fights that the the battles that i really enjoy in that show are not so much in in the movies or the ones where there's like a lot of interesting things going on in the background more so than when it's just here's the fight and go but yeah, there's a lot of, of, of interesting stuff like that. You have uh, a scene where two Jedi are training in the caves where they harvest the lightsaber crystals on Ilum, and uh, Count Dooku dispatches droids to destroy the cave. He, you know, they, they've planted mines all over it, and you have Jedi fighting these droids while they're trying to disarm these bombs. Again, cool scenario. There's a lot of things going on. So when you're coming up with your encounters, think of things to be going on in the background. Maybe like a fight breaks out in a marketplace, and uh, you have, let's say, uh, in this case, it's a you know a group of, of of thieves have basically you know begun a fight with your players, or they've caught these thieves engaged in you know stealing something important, and you know you have a big chase through this this busy marketplace, and there's you you want to say like okay, we're gonna have like guards who are gonna be trying to break up the fight. And people are going to be bringing their, you know, they're opening their stalls for the day and getting in the way and they're knocking over fruit carts and just thinking of things that can be going on. So it's not just you, you can have the goal of winning the fight, but you can also have the goal of, you know, you want to protect this NPC or you want to get from here, get from point A to point B somehow, or there's a, while your two characters are battling it out. There's a war all around you, and they do that a lot. Like, they'll be like, uh, like Obi-Wan Kenobi fights Dirge, and meanwhile, there's, you know, they're literally in the middle of a huge battle in the, in the Clone Wars, and they're having their battle, but at the same time, there's, this, you know, there are clone troopers and droids fighting all around them, and there's huge, you know, cannons for, like, anti-aircraft weaponry going off, and ships are crashing, and just crazy stuff like that's always going on. I really enjoy the, uh, the the introduction of Grievous, and that is a great example because you have memory serves. I think you have like five Jedi or six Jedi who, and a couple of Padawans who, like, they're fighting Grievous all him versus all of them simultaneously, and he's just taking them out. And um, it ends up you have the clone troopers coming in, and they say and they drive him off. But he's you know you have out, meanwhile outside the clone troopers are like fighting droids and there's mines going off to give them time to get away watch some star wars and stuff because there's always it's very the the action sequences are usually there's something going on besides fight it's it's it happens but it's a rare day when it's like okay uh it's gonna be obi-wan and darth vader 
they their fight is a, a good example of that. They just basically go in swinging at each other, and there's not a lot else going on. Part of that is just playing out your environment too. Uh, to you know, uh, a marketplace is an interesting thing. That you know, a, fa- a droid factory. Um, in the Clone Wars, they have the droid factory and. Uh, Anakin's fighting his way through that. Uh, Kamino's fun just because you have these big platforms with lots of rain, and you know, Bob, uh, you have Jango Fett fighting Obi Wan Kenobi on there, and he's running onto his spaceship, and there's those giant reptilian birds flying around. Having thing, having the thing, the, the the pieces in the background, even if someone doesn't use them, can be fun. You you may not you may be surprised how people choose to use things there was a game i ran where the the players one of them was on fire he had been set on fire by a monster they were fighting and jade had her character literally pick that character up and throw it in a fountain that i had just put there because they were in some noble's courtyard and it was it was really cool because like you know it's like okay you're taking a lot of fire damage and she took advantage of the environment. It was a, a very cinematic moment um, as they are fighting and, you know, the character comes out of the fountain and continues to fight on because they're saved, you know, not not burned to death. The other thing is uh, with the, the big fights, some of these fights, it's like when you're having these big battles and you're swinging broadswords and you're shooting arrows at each other, every hit isn't necessarily like a death blow. You know, it's... If, if, you, if you look at the fight between, like, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi on Mustafar, when, you know, they have their last, their, their second-to-last duel, if you did that in an RPG sequence, some of those characters would be, you know, rolling hits on each other. But every hit wouldn't necessarily be like, okay, well, I cut you with my lightsaber, but not a lot because it's only for, you know, so much damage or whatever. Just the exertion of it, of, of fighting and jumping around and, you know, they're leaping between platforms and, you know, you're surrounded by lava and it's very hot and there's explosions and alarms going off as this foundry just plummets into a river of molten rock. So, you know, just think of, like, interesting places. Your fights don't always have to be, you know, random old abandoned temple, random old castle... Uh, those things are fine. You can do cool stuff with them. Like, you know, you go into uh, an old abandoned temple and there are uh, these old droids that are supposed to be guarding and they come alive and they're malfunctioning while these two Jedi are trying to investigate this temple and you have all these old traps going off. Again, you know, they're 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 racing to try and, you know, recover some holocron. I'm using Star Wars as an example today, so I hope nobody minds that. I'm, I'm still on kind of a Star Wars kick. I've been working my way through... Uh, all my Star Wars stuff. I have to finish some things because we're going to do a Star Wars game soon. But yeah, I, I like fights like that because combat to me is a, a means to an end and fights to me, combat in, encounters, they, they, they feel they should feel important. If there's nothing on the line, if there's no real purpose to having them there, then I'd, I'd just assume not have them there and allow the players to you know, role play or find some other way around the situation. Some people just like that. Uh, hack and slash games are fine. If that's what you and your players like, then go for it. Um, if you, you know, if your players don't like, don't throw in like puzzles and weird stuff in the background while we're, you know, trying to enjoy a fight, then by all means, let them, let them have fun. If that's what works for you, then go for it. Just remember as you're jamming, you know, think of, try to think of hazards that might come into play. You know, your, your players go into a cave. Well, caves are rarely unoccupied. And they're really, you know, uh, gonna, you know, even if it's like something that maybe isn't a dragon or a giant bear or something that's like that overt of a threat, even just like a swarm of bats that are like agitated as these as these two characters activate their lightsabers for their duel. You have a Sith 
and a Jedi, and they're, you know, they bring out the lightsabers to have a duel in this old cave, and it scares all these bats, and they go flying out and trying to escape, and they're, like, getting caught in their robes, and these guys are slipping in guano, because bat caves are disgusting, <laughs> and, you know, just interesting, anything like that that's fun, uh, or interesting, or more of a challenge, rather than just, you know, okay, yeah, you do X amount of damage, and then you do X amount of damage, and then, okay, we do the next round. Making your encounters more, ma- making them feel less static, like you have two characters who are just, that's all they are, is a, a mean, are literally just weapons that you're wailing on one another with. I think it does make your your time as a GM go a lot better. Your, your, your players are going to be more engaged. They're going to think more about what's going on, you know, and that's when you you get the players who come up with really creative ideas, like, you know, Funny stuff. Also, like, you know, I want to uh, swing in through this window on this sh- and then jump on this chandelier and cut it down and, like, drop it on these guys' heads. And it's interesting because players will take on situations in different ways and it, it brings out your creativity as a GM and it brings out their creativity as a player. And it makes the moments that you guys have in your campaign feel a lot more interesting. Think about, you know, just th- this is a great moment to bring NPCs in. If you watch, like, uh, the Avatar The Last Airbender show... They always have, like, stuff going on in the background, too, there. You have, like, uh, the, the cabbage guy who they're, you know, running through um, bossing, say, and they're tossing boulders around and they're fighting the uh, the Dai agents. And meanwhile, they're, you know, a cabbage cart gets destroyed and this guy's yelling about his cabbages and the Dai are shoving him out of the way. They're distracted by him. Working in little funny stuff, little weird one-offs like that, that thing, you know, rolls on and people laugh about that and... It's those moments I think that you're going to remember more than remember that time we fought that dragon. Yes. Remember that really weird jewel merchant that we like knocked over his stall to distract those drakes so that we could round the corner and like rig up a spear trap. And uh, he was like, you know, chasing us, waving, like chasing us down the street. Like, who's going to pay for my gems? Anything like that. Um, and again, it's not something it's, it's like when you're setting up things and you're figuring out kind of, what might happen be open to if players say like is there x thing here think about it if it makes sense for it to be there and it it maybe gives an interesting opportunity absolutely don't be afraid to improvise environmental factors that you hadn't thought of while you were planning something out that's part of being a gm and it's something you if you can get comfortable with it you have a lot more to work with and you'll have a lot more fun as your campaign goes on and that that's pretty much it just you know as you're doing your encounters, especially, like, vehicular encounters, like, that's always something that bugs me, is, like, when you have, like, dog fights with, like, just two get characters and ships shooting at each other, throw in, like, you know, a meteor shower or other ships for them to be dodging around, you know, that you have, like, the, we have the little fighters, but you also have, like, the big cruiser ships, they're, like, flying between, and they're shooting off cannons at each other, so you're dodging those blasts, uh, you know, the wreckage, there's, uh, there's, there's, you know, um, I mean, there's a planet that's got, like, a big moon that's orbiting there that they're trying to avoid. Um, anything anything that you can think of to make things more interesting, give it a try. The worst-case scenario is it doesn't work, and you, you know not to do that again for next time. Um, that's pretty much going to be it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you to Menlo Park again this week. You are our biggest listeners. Uh, stay tuned. The Star Wars role-playing game, we will be getting that started in the coming weeks. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. As always, guys, thank you all for listening. You are all very much appreciated, and we are out of character. Bye!